Hi friends, welcome to the Savage Castle Hour. I am here with my new co-host, Hakeem Gibbons. What's up, buddy? Hey, Gavin. What's up? Not much. We're here. We're uh, getting back into the groove of things. Um, Hakeem, tell, tell them what's going on, buddy. Well, we are back. Uh, new and improved. Um, basically, we started off strong with the podcast, and just it kind of wavered off. But, uh, you know, we're back, and we're going to start doing these uh, once a week. So, yep. um, that's exciting. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to, I'm glad to be doing it, uh, weekly now. I think we both had some changes going on and, uh, but now we're going to, we're, we're glad to be back. We're going to be happy to put one out every week. It's going to be fun for us and we miss connecting with our listeners. That was awesome when it was going strong. So. We're just going to get back in the groove of things. We have a couple stories for you guys. We decided we were just going to kind of tell either the funniest or crazy stories that uh, happened to us. Mine's more crazy than it is funny, and Hakeem's is probably more funny than it is crazy. But uh, I think they're they're both pretty, pretty funny nonetheless. But uh, you can go ahead and start with yours, man. All right. Well, basically... Uh took me a really long time to come up with, you know, which story I was going to pick. But uh, I settled yeah. for this one. Uh, right. they, I, I was showering, and, uh, you know, I left my window open, or the window uh, in the bathroom, which does not have a screen. Okay. And, um, like, a bird just comes flying straight in. And it's not really a big bird. It's, you know, it's pretty small, pretty cute. Yeah. Uh, but it scared the shit out of me. And I'm in an, like a really small enclosed space, and I'm vulnerable and I'm naked. So, you know, naturally <laughs> I scream. Uh, and the bird is, you know, flapping around, uh, and I end up getting out of the shower, and I'm talking to it. And I'm like, don't you dare fucking come in here. But, you know, I realize that this is unnecessary because it's already in here. Yeah. Uh, so I get a towel, and I try to trap the bird. And, uh, you know, after a few, after a few misses, I eventually, you know, get it wrapped up in the towel. And then after that, I'm like, okay, where am I going to take this thing? And, you know, I, like, I'm not going to throw the towel, like, out of the window because I don't want to kill a bird, so. And you need the towel. You're naked. Of course I do. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so. So I run outside, it, I run outside, uh, into, you know, my home, which I thought was unoccupied. Uh, <laughs> and my family just happens to be coming into the house and we end up meeting up, uh, as soon as they open the door and I'm running towards it. And <laughs> they're looking at me and I'm like, oh my God. And I stop for like half a second and I'm like, no, I have a bird in my hands. I got to keep. Gotta keep running. And so I, you know, I put the bird just like over my crotch and I'm running and I'm running. And <laughs> I run, I run past my family and I like, I toss the towel like onto the ground, like right outside, like on my porch. And right. the bird ends up dying anyway. And I'm naked in front of my family. So um, you, so let, let me get this straight. You put, 
a bird, a baby bird, next to your crotch. It was not a baby bird. It was a fully grown, small bird. Okay, so you put it, nonetheless, you put a bird next to your crotch. Um, I don't think it wanted that, but I don't know. I don't know the bird. And then you murdered it in front of your family. I murdered it while trying to help it. So I don't know if that counts technically as a murder, but... I yeah, mean, it's, it's manslaughter, I think. It did die. It's bird slaughter. Yeah, and yeah, and then you were naked in front of your entire family. Now, who was there in your family? Uh, it's my mom, my uncle, my brother, and my sister. Oh, fuck. And my, my brother's newborn uh, niece, which I think I scarred for life. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck, man. That's a big bummer. Um. <laughs> and this all happened in about three minutes. And, like, my life just completely changed in three minutes. It's unbelievable. Is it is it still brought up? Or, or was it was it one of those things that just isn't talked about now? No, it's it's still brought up and they wanna <laughs> laugh about it, but it honestly strikes a nerve. I'm like, guys, I killed a bird. <laughs> yeah, with your bare hands. You're a savage. I I tossed the bird like onto the ground and it's uh ah, man, it was uh it was terrible. It was terrible. It sounds like I, it. I got a screen for that window. So no bitch ass birds are gonna be flying in anytime soon. <laughs> Well, good, yeah. I, you know, if you just had a screen to begin with, the whole problem would be over with. Right. Thanks a lot, Mom. Thanks, Mom. Um, yeah, I'll delve into my my story. My story is like is like the story that everyone's kind of sick of like listening to me talk about because it's kind of long. But everyone's just like, oh, I'm just gonna stick around to hear like what happens at the end. But no, it's actually pretty good, and it's pretty scary. Is this a pretty long story? I mean, I feel like you're gearing <laughs> me up for a novel. Um, yeah, it could be. It could be a short novel, I suppose. <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah, um, but hey, let me just take a swig of this beer here and wet my whistle. Ah, it's good Michigan beer there. All right. Um. So, God, I don't even know where to start anymore. Um, so, me and a few of my friends were going camping, and uh, we were going to this cabin that was in the middle of the woods. Great start. And uh, we're like, uh, you know, it's 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 government owned. It's a uh, it's a cool cabin. It overlooks a bunch of like the county, and it's awesome. It's a really cool cabin. And it's free to stay there, so there's usually people there. So before we bring out all of our beer, our tents, our sleeping bags, our coolers, we're, we say, let's just hike out there a couple miles, see if anyone's there. And then we'll go back and grab all our stuff. So we head out there. No one's there. We got super lucky. We're just like, this is awesome. So we go grab our beer, go grab our tents, go grab our sleeping bags, and we walk back. As we're walking back, we hear a few gunshots. 
and we, I mean, it's northern Michigan, there's hunters and everything, but it wasn't hunting season, and, uh, it, it, it worried me. I was not, I was not, I wasn't, I wasn't super happy about the gunshots. I wish the gunshots weren't there. I'll say that. And, uh, but it happened. So we're just like, right, I guess we're going to deal with this now. And, uh, so we get there and there's a, this is important part of the story. There's a wraparound, um, um, balcony over the entire cabin. So, Excuse me. <clears throat> we walk in. There is an American flag draped over the entrance to the cabin, which was not there 30 minutes prior. And uh, we're like, okay, I guess we're just going to – someone's here now, and we're going to share the cabin with this person. Walk in. The guy uh, – the guy just didn't look like a guy you wanted to run into. Um, a buzz cut, like shaved head, um, like gold hoop earrings, um, which was a disaster to begin with. That's probably the worst part of the story. And then like hand and neck tattoos, cut off jeans, and we're just like, it was a big bummer to see in there. And but he ended up being super nice, and he's like, "Oh, do you guys want any beer or liquor or whatever?" And we're like, "No, we're good. We brought our own, but thank you." He's pretty cool, and uh, so he starts being kind of nice, and he's talking to us, and he we all went to the same high school. He was much older than we were, and we're sitting there and uh, we're talking, we're having some drinks. Everyone's kind of doing their own thing. People are out in the balcony. Some people are outside in the woods walking around some people are uh, in the cabin and but everyone's doing their own thing and me and a couple of my friends who were girls were sitting outside by the balcony and he was a few feet away from us and he gets up and walks towards the fire there's a fireplace in the cabin and uh i just had a weird feeling about it he was nice and everything but i just had a weird feeling about him and i I look over and I see him grab a propane tank and I'm like, oh, he he's going to be like cooking up like some burgers or hot dogs or something like that. And uh, I didn't think much of it. I went back and talked to everyone and had a couple more drinks and that seemed to be <laughs> seemed to be what was happening. Um, just me, everyone drinking heavily to forget how weird this guy was. So, um. I go over to talk to my buddy Jeff, who's by the fire, and I look, and I'm like, I'll be goddamned if that's not the fucking um, propane tank that he grabbed. It's in the fire. So there's a compressed gas can in the fire uh, made of metal, and we're just like, fuck, dude. Like, did he just put that in the goddamn fire? And... I grab a stick and I pull it out and put it on top of the mantle. I'm just like, you I pulled the, what's that? Pulled, wait, you pulled the propane tank out of the fire. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I would have gone anywhere. I would have moved to another country. <laughs> I would have yeah. gone as far away from that propane tank as possible. Yeah. Um. I just, I just, I could tell that it wasn't hot enough to where it was going to explode, or like my 
drunk scientist self thought that that's what was the thing to do. And I grab it and I put it on the mantle and I'm just like, I'm talking myself out of him being crazy. I'm just like, there's no way he's that crazy. <laughs> he must have put the the uh, the can somewhere else and then that just happened to be in there. Someone threw it in there earlier. So I go back out, have a couple more beers, talk to some friends, and I go back by the fire and the fucking thing's in there again off the mantle, and I'm like, oh, it's him. Like, we have a problem now. This is no longer a fun situation for us. You have now ruined it. And it just got real weird from there. So I'm sitting with those two girls out there having some beers, and he goes, uh, the girls I was talking to go, you know, um, I don't like this girl or whatever. A high school thing that is like saying like a very like you know I don't like her or whatever she she sucks something like that and I'm just like uh I'm just like yeah totally whatever and uh he's sitting like four or five feet away from us like listening but pretending he's not and he's like uh how the fuck could you say that and we're just like oh what that this girl sucks. And he's like, yeah, how the fuck could you talk so badly about someone? What the fuck is wrong with you? And all this shit. And we're just like, oh, we have, like, a serious problem. Like, this sucks big time. And uh, one of my buddies, who is, like, a pretty avid outdoorsman, like, I'm pre- I'm, I'm backtracking here. Before, before he did that, he was taking his girlfriend back to town. So he was about 30 minutes away but was coming back. And I knew that he had a couple of knives and uh, knew how to use them. And he was on his way back. So when he says that, I pull out my phone and I'm like, oh, my mom's calling me. And I walk around the corner. But what really happened was I called my friend Joe and I was like, hey, where the fuck are you? bring your knives because this guy's about to like do some damage and try and fight someone and he's pretty crazy and he's like dude i'm on my way back i'm I'm speeding back right now i'm like all right this is good and this is this is where it gets really weird i walk back and sit down everything's kind of cool he goes no shit just like this you're just like oh did i scare you and i'm i'm just like Oh, God damn it, dude. He's making it so uncomfortable, and I'm just like, I, I couldn't just, like, submit and just be like, oh, yeah, dude, you're fucking terrifying. I was just like, no, what the fuck are you talking about? I had a fucking phone call. Fuck you, dude. And then he didn't say anything. <laughs> so I go back to having a couple of beers with these friends, really trying to forget about this guy. It's not going to happen, though. I look over... And he's laughing to himself and sharpening a sea blade knife in the corner of the room. <laughs> if you don't know what a sea blade knife is, it's um, like on a slasher movie when you see a blade that's in the shape of a sea that's used to like gut animals, and it's about seven or eight inches long, and it's really terrifying. And he happens to have a sharpening stone. And the knife in his cargo jean shorts. 
and <laughs> he's just lap like giggling to himself and sharpening this sea blade knife in the corner. And everyone now is like, okay, we have a real problem. And uh, <laughs> and me and my friend Jeff, who you know from being by the fire earlier, we go back and uh, we go into the corner and we devise a plan. <laughs> and our plan... Our plan is to get everyone's tents, beer, and sleeping bags into as many garbage bags, plastic bags, and into the hands of as many people as we could around us and run as fast as we can away from that place, from the savage, horrible person with the sea blade knife that had threatened me earlier. And <laughs> we devised this plan that we're just going to run. That's just what's going to happen. And lo and behold, while we're coming up with this plan to run, he's gathering all of the glass bottles and empty beers that we had drank, gets up on the roof, and is and as, as I said earlier, there's a balcony – and there's people out there, and there's people inside. And he's throwing glass bottles, just crash, 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 throwing glass bottles at the heads of people that are outside on the balcony. Okay. Yeah. And laughing, carrying on laughing like it's a good time. And we're just like, okay, now he's like, we had thought that he was crazy, and now he's 100% crazy, we know that now. I'd be a little crazy. Yeah, he's a little off. So he's got the sea blade knife. He's got the glass bottles that he's hurling at people's heads. And he's laughing. And I think the laughing was probably the worst part. Um, <laughs> the laughing is what stuck with me, I think. <laughs> it was <laughs> but it was a bummer that he was laughing during the entire thing. And uh, so we, as I said before, we had tents and in those tents we had metal stakes to hold down the tents you would know if if anyone listening is a camper uh, you have these long metal stakes that you hold down your tent with and there was uh if i remember right five guys and two girls and all of the guys were armed with a um with a metal stake from the tent so we had all of our belongings in our left hand and this metal stake in the right hand announcing to this guy, like, okay, if you come near us, we are going to stab you. All we want to do is leave. And we just hear him, like, running around the bottom of the balcony laughing and, like, going back and forth and, like, going where we're, where our exit is and going back around to the front. And it sucks really fucking bad. And we just all we put the girls in the middle. I'm in the back. My friends in front of me, and the two guys or three guys are in front of the two girls. The girls are in the middle. They're just <laughs> like crying. They're just bawling, crying, uh, which was reasonable at the time and understandable. And they're just bawling and like fucking freaking out. And some of the guys, every all the guys are freaking out. 
and we're just like have these metal stakes and we're just like dude we're about to fuck this guy up because he's gonna kill us with that huge knife that he has and the glass bottles that he is throwing at our heads and laughing um villainously the whole time and so we run and run as fast as we can carrying like 30 or 40 pounds of shit like coolers and tents sleeping bags fucking everything beer and which looking back we probably should have not brought with us and just ran as fast as we possibly could we're running and we hear him scurrying behind us what no yeah 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 so i thought i thought the story was over no 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 oh no 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 friend it's not over i do need a swig of beer though one second And, um, <laughs> I could hear him, me, I was in the back, so I was pretty worried about that. That was a, that was a situation I was worried about. That's a little concerning. Yeah, I, it, I was concerned, I was very concerned. And so my plan, I huddled, I stopped everyone, huddled everyone together, and I said, when I count to three, on three, stop. So we can hear where his footsteps are, you know what I'm saying? Oh my god! Like we can hear how far he is away from us, right? By his footsteps, because he's not gonna—he's gonna keep going, and we'll know how far away he is. So like every thirty seconds, I'm like one, two, three. Everyone stops, and you just hear like, like behind us, and we're just like, God damn it! And we're just running and running. Finally, we get to the car, and we hear. We all stop at the car, and we hear the scurrying, like, in front of the vehicle. Like, he was past us. Like, he was past us in the woods, in front of the vehicle, somehow got in front of us. But we just threw all... It was a, it was a fucking, like, truck. We threw all of our shit in the truck, fucking floored out of there, ended up getting out of there. And uh, we got the guy's name and shit. He told us his name. I won't say it, but we talked to one of the teachers at high We were in high school, by the way. We talked to one of the teachers at the high school the next day. And she said she's been teaching there for 15 years. And that guy was the only person she was, like, legitimately scared of. Like, he called her house and, like, all this shit. And he's just, kid's just a terrifying person. But he was like a man, and we were like kids, you know, we were like 17 or 18. So, yeah. But yeah, we got out. We got out. I'm still here. So that was pretty cool. Where do you think he is now? What do you think he's doing? Um, I'd ha- I, would ha- I would have to guess jail. He had a record. He had a felony and a misdemeanor when I looked him up online when I was in high school. But yeah, he's, pro- he's probably... He's probably in jail. I'd have to imagine. Wow. Yeah. yeah. That's a. Uh, that's definitely a crazy story. Yeah. Yeah. Bit- it, I mean, telling it's one thing, but like being there, like he's cackling, if you will, in the bushes while the girls are like crying and shit. And, like, all of that put together is just, like, this fucking sucks, dude. It was, like, one of those moments where, you're like, oh, like, something bad could, like, really happen right now. 
Yeah. yeah. My God, dude. <laughs> yeah. But we got out, dude. We got out. We went to my house. Did you, and Did you ever go back to that spot? I haven't been back yet, no. Um, I haven't, no. Just go back and he's, like, still there. He's probably still there chilling. It was probably his thing, just, like, terrorizing people. But what's funny about that place, people from my hometown listening will know, but it's called the Upper Cabin, and it, like, has this, like, thing behind it where, like, really bad shit will happen there. And I went to my friend's dad's funeral, and this kid, um, whose dad had passed away, gave us the map to go out to the supper cabin. And he was, no, like, no shit, like, no scary movie shit. He was really, like, dude, like, bad stuff does happen when you go out there. Like, something, like, a freak accident, whatever. But, like, some bad shit happened to my cousins when they went out there. A good friend of mine, um... Um, fell off, fell down for a tree branch broke and he fell like 30 feet, broke his back. And like you, if you talk to anyone that's been out there, like some bad shit has happened out there. It's fucking crazy. But like, it's just one of those places. It's just like, fuck man, there's something up. But yeah, that's it. We're here now though. So I can't complain. Well, I'm glad you're here, Gavin. I'm here. I heard you in a podcast with my good friend. And new co-host, Hakeem Gibbons, El Tortuga on Twitter. I'm happy to be back. I'm happy we got a podcast in. We got one down. More to come. At least once a week we're doing this, right? We have to. We have to do this. Yeah, I think so too. It's too fun. Too many people listen. And... It's, there's there's too many people listen and too many people enjoy it, including us, to not do it every week. So we're going to do it every week at least once. So, and we're still looking for people to, if anyone has anything you guys want us to talk about, any stories, anything you want to hear from us, we have plenty. So let us know. You follow me at Gavin probably on Twitter. Hakeem, what's your handle again? Il Tortuga, if you don't know it by now. I'm sorry. Where the fuck have you been if you have not heard? So, yeah, jump on board. Uh, we're going to be here once a week. You'll hear uh, you'll hear about it on Twitter. So, uh, again, thanks for listening. We, uh, we want to do this every week, and we uh, look forward to talking to you guys soon. So thank you.